and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. My name is Matt. I'm Courtney. Where are you right now, Courtney? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm we, in the house. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all in our houses right now. Uh, and what we do while we're in our houses, uh, we talk about the do-dos and don'ts of personalized learning, which in this case yep. seems to be uh, a lot more personalized these days since we're all in our houses. You know, I have had the thought now and then about how uh, this is an opportunity to introduce some more personalization. If it makes sense for you and your personal situation right now. So, right. Like one thing I was saying to you before we came on the air is like how um, hyper aware of everyone's stress I am right now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I worry about the deluge of resources sometimes while on the one hand, it's completely helpful. On another hand, it's also stressful for people. And so, so this is, I guess it's our trigger warning. If you don't want to mm -hmm. hear any new ideas, <laughs> maybe just go take a walk, <laughs> stay six feet away from anybody, but, and don't let people pet your dog, but maybe go take a walk. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. as, as this, uh, as we record this, we've been out of school for nine days and I have been bombarded by ed tech companies on here's how we can help you. Uh, right. and you know, very helpful information, but the, I've literally got an email from every ed tech company I think that exists. Yeah. And some people have put together these amazing spreadsheets with, the companies that are offering free services and here's the logins and here's the links. Right. And last I checked, it was about 175 companies long, Yep. Uh, which might as well have been zero companies long because it's incomprehensible. It's right. overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And we have enough to do as educators right now to worry about just connecting with our kids rather right. than, you know, Oh, here's where we're going to continue school as it was. Uh, we'll just do it, gonna do it on, online now. No. No, just no. <laughs> I like the way you said that. Just, no. No. No, we need to stop with that, right? We School is different. And I know we've talked about this a little bit and I've talked about this with some of my, my friends that this is an opportunity to really reimagine how we look at school yes. since odds are uh, if you're listening, you're probably going to be out of school for a while. I know some states have already said we're out for the year, period. Right, right. Uh, I heard about uh, Virginia today, uh, officially canceled. It might have been yesterday, but uh, officially canceled school the rest of the year. Kansas has officially canceled school the rest of the year. Uh, where we are in Maine, it's officially out until the end of April, but be prepared for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think that's a safe I think it's a safe bet for most people to me. Yeah. yeah. For, for most, I would say, but in the meantime, we cannot continue school the way it was through all of this when we don't go back till August or September. No. And we really can't go back. It would be, um, it would be irresponsible if we went back to school in the fall, just thinking, Oh, well, that's not going to happen again. Right. Um, that's right. Yeah. This it may not be this, but there will be something else. Or here in Maine, um, you know, winter storms are getting worse and worse. So right. there are reasons aside a pandemic virus to be thinking through 
how we do school differently so disruptions like this aren't as big as disruption in learning as they are right now. And I think if you've been, if you've been a longtime listener, which I assume everybody listening has listened to every <laughs> single episode in depth multiple yeah. times, oh, yeah. uh, we've put a lot of ideas out over the last five years about how to, how to start things just in your classroom, but we've also talked a lot about how to, how to start that revolution, as it were, and really rethink the way you do school. Um, the, the one that immediately comes to mind, Courtney, is when we talked about our, our grading series that we did last year. Yes. And then we ended up saying, you know, we just, no grades. We just, no we just grades. don't like grades. Just, we, don't need them. <laughs> we don't need them. We know. And, and now I think would be a cool opportunity because I'm listening to some of what the, what, especially what high schools are doing now, that mm -hmm. now that they're out and they're in a different situation than, than K to eight, I understand. Uh, but a lot of high schools are going to the pass fail method right now. Right. Um, right. Which is really, really good for a step. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. they understand that that you know it's it's why we try to figure this out. If if work is optional, how does new learning happening? Uh, but they said well, let's just start with you know pass fail and kind of go from there. It's like I think that if people reflect on that, like maybe this worked out a little bit better than we would have thought. If you've had the pressure of what you know an a b c d or a 72 right. versus a 77 yeah uh and maybe you'll you'll get some different results from the opportunity that we have right now so i think it's right. it's it's a very exciting way uh to really rethink the way we do school since we all seem to have more time on our hands these days as educators right but connecting with the kids in a different way more of a, a dare i say a personal way mm. Uh, because you have to make those connections first, right? as opposed to what does the learning look like? And I think a lot of the things that we've talked about in the past really still fit. Uh, but I think we have to think a little bit bigger now uh, as educators all around about what do I want to, my classrooms to look like when it does come back to being in person? Yeah. Because you're right, these, these type of things aren't going away. Just right. because we're not going to have a pandemic every year or two, but uh, hopefully, but we are going to have interruptions. And just yeah. when, when you have regular ones, like when kids are sick, like how do you deal with that? Right. So. Or when the teacher's sick. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes that's a huge disruption of learning, but uh, yeah, it's a really good opportunity. I guess I think like my wish and hope for everyone right now um, now here in Maine, it's, we're just coming to the end of our second week. I think perhaps yep. depending where you are in the country, you might be a week out or you mm -hmm. might've just closed. Um, but the first two weeks, at least here in Maine, the first two weeks were felt and very initially to most people felt like just a, like a pause, right? And right. many districts approached it from that perspective that this is just a pause right we'll give you some stuff to do we'll be back in two weeks and then the situation changed very very quickly mm -hmm. some people saw it coming uh, most i think did not um but so my hope is is that schools and districts and teachers that you're all you all take a pause right now instead of just forging ahead right and kind of like continuing whatever it was i started like stop 
you can call all your kids, call all your parents, tell them, you know, take a day off. Don't worry about anything right now and really rethink how you want the next few weeks or months to go. It is going to be a few more weeks or months. So this is probably a good time since you're only, you know, two to three weeks in right. to have those, have those thoughts. And it's okay yeah. that, that kids don't have something to do Monday through it Friday. Is okay. It, it is, is totally okay. fine. Right. It's fine. And yeah, so stop, think back what worked well, call on your um, hierarchy of needs, Maslow's needs, look through that pyramid. What are things you can do to start at the base of the pyramid before expecting learners to be engaged, expecting families to be engaged? And I think that's another huge thing too. So, right, you all know I have kids, right? I'm one of those people who has kids at home now and is trying to quote unquote do school, right? Make some kind of learning happen. Um, I'd like to think I'm a pretty good educator. <laughs> I'd like yeah. to think. My, my kids are suddenly making me think that maybe I'm not, but you know, but like, that's just it is like, this is so hard. It's hard for the teachers who want the kids to feel like, you know, maybe this isn't a disruption in learning. It's hard for the teachers who have to do all this planning. It's hard for the kids who are suddenly home without all of their friends, without their teachers, without their routines. It's hard for the parents who are now working from home and trying to help kids with schoolwork or still working. You know, think about parents who work in the healthcare system. So I, I just, I think like everyone needs to just take a, take a breath, take a look at the big picture and really thoughtfully go through and make a plan that frankly, like you've been saying, spans to the end of the school year. Rather than thinking like two weeks at a time, two weeks at a time. No, just think longer. <laughs> just right. think longer. Well, and the longer this lasts also, um, I think that, schooling is going to be less of an option, less of a, an option at the top of people's lists. Yeah. As you know, as the healthcare system tends to get a little overwhelmed or people start losing more and more jobs. Uh, it's more about how am I going to get food and how am I right. going to pay the rent rather than geez, can I get my math worksheet done today? Yeah. Uh, can I meet this zoom meeting at two o'clock with my teacher? Uh, it's a matter of, life and death for a lot of people it's going to be. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I think we all need to be aware that that is going to happen also and have that be part of the thought process moving forward when you talk about the big picture that you just mentioned. Right, right, parents are going to get sick, siblings are going to get sick. Yep. Teachers so, are going to get sick. One thing in my district, and I'm not sure how this works with uh, you and your kids, Courtney, yeah. Uh, but we've decided not to give any grades for anything. Yeah. Uh, and the work is optional since we understand that some of these kids are going to be in different places and what their, their needs are going to be a little bit different. Yeah. So we're, we're going to try to to help kids as much as we can, but we're also not going to punish them with any type of grades. Right. Uh, at all. So I'm not sure how that works in your district. I know everybody's doing something a little bit differently, but I, th I think that's a good way to approach it. Yeah, that's what my kids, so my, the district my kids are in is that it's a K-8 district. Mm -hmm. um, so I can't speak for any of the local high schools because one, one is a semi-private academy and the others are districts that I'm not 
closely linked to. So I don't, mm -hmm. I don't really know what they're doing, but um, yes, it's the same here. All the work is optional. Um, nothing is going to be graded. And I mean, at least for now, at least for now, right. At least, at least for now, for now. Uh, until we all try to figure out what some of those next, next steps might be. Right. And, not, and like you said, not the next week or two, but what yeah, does this yeah. look like long-term? Yeah. How do we get right. new learning to kids? How does, can we do learning, new learning to kids? And what would that look like? And are we prepared for that? And is, is that already embedded into our culture and that sort of thing? Uh, there's a million different questions. And I think taking a step back and looking at that big picture is uh, a good opportunity for us all as educators right now. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Like, I mean, I have to say at my heart, I'm excited uh, for the possibility of changes um, to how we do education. I mean, mm -hmm. duh, that I'd be excited for that, right? Like, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I'd be excited for that. Um, and I really, really hope and uh, that see that, that um, proficiency-based practices, learner-centered practices being part of the answer. I'm hoping that also as, as we all move forward, uh, as we started at the beginning of this, things aren't normal anymore. And I don't think they're ever going to be quote unquote normal again. Yeah. So why not try to move the system into the ways that make more sense for kids knowing that things are going to be a little bit different in the world moving forward. What are we going to try to do over the next couple of weeks, Courtney, besides put out a podcast more, more. <laughs> <laughs> Just more like personally or like as the podcast. I think, I think it's the podcast. So I think it would be interesting for us to start thinking through maybe, um, Um, looking at learner evidence, mm -hmm. because really that's all that's happening, right? Learners are generating a ton of evidence right now. Right. So maybe talking through a little bit of that. Well, um, I think that would be, especially what we just mentioned about a lot of places uh, that we know of anyway, aren't grading this evidence. Right. So how do they, one question I would have for the, for the, the systems and the teachers and the principals is like, how do you know where they are? Exactly. Like if they're doing all this work, what does it, what does it mean? How do they move right. forward? And which, have they moved forward? Because some of them and are have they. To. Exactly. Learners, guys, they learn in spite of us. They do. It's amazing. <laughs> they're going to do, they're going to come back and they're going to be smarter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. How did that happen? Well, I, I wasn't or, there. Right. Oh, oh, like there might be losses. <laughs> there might be losses in some areas, but there are going to be gains in others. Yep. So. And I think that's a good way to think about that big picture too. It's like, okay, well, the kids learn no matter what. They're, they want to learn. They want to yeah. do things. Uh, it, it doesn't need to come out of us. You know, this is all stuff we've talked about before, but uh, I really think that this is the time for reflection for a lot of people that what can we do to make this better? Um, so this, some of the things that uh, we had planned for this trimester, we are obviously not going to be uh, doing. Uh, but no, I, we'll do I, it in the fall. We'll do. We'll, it do the we'll definitely do that in the fall because it's a it's a really cool project that we have started for a couple of weeks before all of this hit. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, very unfortunately, I guess. But we can give some good reflection pieces over the next few weeks um, 
and we will do this weekly. We're going to commit to that on air right now. Yes. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, <laughs> you were nervous. The pause was a little longer than I thought. So uh, no, honestly, I'm still I'm thinking in my head like, well, what else can we talk about? I mean, I I would like to, I guess, talk a little bit just about um, our like professional development like how do you mm-hmm. like what are things like maybe you know like a resource rundown kind of show or whatnot right or talk about some of the the books or you know trainings or things we know that are out there that are worthwhile for people to be doing i think those would be some great things and if our listeners have any uh, thing that they'd like us to be talking about or respond to uh, please let us know via twitter or just email us uh, everything Peeler and MC, of course. Yeah, there's also the parking lot that you can get to from our website. Which that would be very ideal. Com. And put all the information out there and we can respond to a lot of it. Um, and we'll, we'll come up with stuff uh, to get us through this very, very strange time in the world. Yeah, we might even come up with inappropriate COVID-19 jokes if you guys want us to. We could, we could work on that. I think that's a solid bet. <laughs> All right. We will talk to you next time. All right. Bye, everybody. It doesn't matter what-